a women's health enthusiast, I'm raising my family around the world, and like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep. We are here to change the conversations about periods. Let's talk. Hey, ladies. We're back again. This is Jess and Cody. Say hi, Cody. Hey, girls. Hey, we're so happy to be here again and continuing our fun conversations here on the It's Her Time podcast. Um, we thought that it would be really interesting today to introduce the infradian rhythm. And I have to tell you, this is something that I did not even know about um, probably about six months ago. And I am a 32-year-old grown woman, and I had no idea that we had four different phases of our monthly cycle. And this is exactly why Cody is so amazing, really. So we have been <laughs> we have been wanting to help women have a deeper understanding and familiarity with their 28-day cycles, like understanding that we even have four phases of the month of each monthly cycle, and that in each stage we have unique strengths and weaknesses and even needs. Um, we just think it's so interesting to be able to work together with your body in each phase by tailoring your food, your movements, meaning like what type of exercise or um, relaxing you should do in each part of your phase, um, lifestyle. Um, and it just helps us to work with our natural cycles, sorry, cycles more harmoniously. And this is something I've introduced in these last few months. Um, now that I know a bit more, there's still so much to learn, which is why I love actually being on these podcasts as well, because you guys are learning, but I'm here learning too. And I find it so interesting because I am female and I feel empowered by knowing how my body works. So one thing that we wanted to do off the bat is um, I'm just going to start by telling you the little bit that I do know about the four phases and Cody's going to help us get to know them better. I will say that something that all, I think mo okay, I should never say all, but most women can relate to Cody. Maybe you can relate to this is that we all know like, Oh, I know this phase. This is my period because I'm bloated or the week before that my period's coming because I'm bloated. And that's kind of like the phase, the one phase that women really know. Right, Cody? Right. And we've talked about this in previous episodes. So if, if all of this is sounding brand new, we recommend that you go back and, and listen to some of our previous episodes because we talk about the four different phases of our cycle each month, meaning we've got... Um, our follicular phase, our ovulatory phase, our luteal phase, and then what you're talking about is our menstrual phase, which is our period phase, right? So right. it's been fun for us to kind of learn about that we have four different phases, but not only that, it's like taking this knowledge that we have about those four phases is going to be able to help us to um, understand like how we can work with our body, like you just talked about, with our diet, our lifestyle, the way we work, the way we rest, all of that. Yeah, and so I think that 
the the one phase that everyone most likely would know about is their menstrual phase. And I think that it's something where women know, okay, this, this time of the month, I might need a little bit more rest. I might need some more, um, self-love, a hot bath. Um, anyway, I think it's kind of a time that women know that their body needs a little bit more TLC, right? Yes, I think so. I think that our body just instinctually kind of gives us those cues. Yeah. So, Cody, outside of the menstrual phase that women would know, walk Mm -hmm. us through some of the things that we would feel in the other phases and that we could relate to. Because I know that I have certain weeks of the month where I'm, like, super energetic. And I'm like, this is is a great week. Like, I really feel... um, I don't know, like the drive to achieve some goals or really like push through. And then the next week, it's so funny that I can look back at like what I did before the week before and just think, man, I'm like really not cut out for that right now. Like it Mm -hmm. just doesn't really, (laughs) I don't really feel like being social every day this week. I don't know. Why did last week I have so much energy to be around people? And this week I'm just kind of wanting to be alone, but I'm not sad or, you know, things like that. Yeah. And I love that you are, I mean, I think we all notice these feelings at different stages of our month, you know, and Mm -hmm. I love that you're becoming like so familiar with your, and you're paying attention to these little cues. You're becoming like way more like in tune with your body where Mm -hmm. I feel like it's natural as you know, women to feel the this intuition, but sometimes we don't listen to it. We don't like, we don't follow through with our intuition, and we kind of just push through each phase right. and expect that we should be, ha- be able to do like the same thing every day of the month, no matter what. Every day should be the same. And what I'm hoping is that today we get to kind of dive in a little bit deeper and and talk about why it's important to be familiar with the different uh, phases of our cycle, but then also like. What we what do we need to do? What can we do to actually work with our body during each phase in order to feel our best, look our best, and create optimal hormonal health? Yeah, I love it. Walk yeah. walk us through the phases. <laughs> if someone that someone that's new to this, what should they be watching for? Okay, well, we're going to definitely dive into a lot of that. And this episode, I don't think we're going to go into because I think it will be a repeat about the different, um, the four phases of our cycle. Um, But just to kind of give a quick, like if you don't have time to go back and listen to episode and you want to continue listening to this one, here you go. So as Jess um, has talked about, there are different phases of our cycle and they are there are actually four. And during each phase, our body is fluctuating hormonally. And because of these hormonal fluctuations, we're going to feel a difference as far as our energy goes, as far as our moods are concerned, as far as our creativity is concerned, um, as far as like how well we are able to... Um, exert energy and like push ourselves through exercise and kind of what foods we're going to crave and what we're going to need, all of that. So there's, it's different along the time, but actually what I want to kind of talk more about today Mm -hmm. is about, um, how we understand we've got these four phases and I'm sure so many of you have heard about our circadian rhythm, which is our body's like wake and, um, and a sleep phase or cycle I about rhythm. This from you too. I love it. <laughs> I think it's something we are more familiar with than maybe we could totally dive into that one a little bit more too. But 
I want to teach you guys that we also have like the second rhythm or the second clock that kind of is important to pay attention to because it's unique to us as women and it's called your infradian rhythm. So it's like our circadian rhythm but it's our infradian rhythm. So we, as women, actually have both. We have a circadian rhythm and then this infradian rhythm. And so I'm hoping today that I can kind of teach you a little bit more about this and that we can talk about some of the um, steps that we can take um, by understanding like what's going on with our infradian rhythm through each of these four different phases of our cycle. Okay, so I think I wanted to kind of start with like I've been in the health and wellness industry. I've been working with um, all you know, men and women, but mostly women for the last decade. Um, but I've been in the health and wellness industry for over twenty something years. <laughs> I have to mm-hmm. think and do math. But um, and during that time, like I have seen so many like different diet protocols and fitness trends, and you know all of these different things. And right now, everybody is all into like biohacking and and doing things like cryotherapy and like infrared saunas and all of this right. stuff to kind of I can't you know. I can't keep up with everything. By the way. <laughs> I know it's a lot of really cool information. I love it. And when you like go in and you study it, you're like, this is amazing. But I, you know, because I work with women's hormonal health, I'm like, wow, we have all of this great information and it's available to the masses. It used to be that you'd literally have to hire someone like me to even learn about this stuff. But now we've got the internet. I'm making myself sound yeah, really old. Yeah, but the internet <laughs> also gets me in trouble. I go down like a dark hole and then I'm like, but then this article said this piece and then that article. And then I'm like more confused than before. And you get so. totally overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes. And I just think it's really interesting as I've been studying you know, women's hormonal health in the last like 10, 20 years women are more likely, they're actually 50% more likely to have like hormone and autoimmune conditions. Like it's escalated. So here we've have all of this new awesome information out there and all of these trends that women are like jumping on board with and they're thinking, but all of these studies show that this is what I should do. This is what should be working with my body. And yet it's almost like working against our body and creating these hormonal imbalances and then then leading to autoimmunity um, issues. And so anyway, so I want to make sure, like I just kind of decided I wanted to dive into this and try to understand mm-hmm. why. And so that's why I'm really excited to kind of talk to you guys about this second clock because I actually think this is kind of the answer. I well, think and, that- and- Go ahead. Cody, I'm sorry, but no, no. Really, really quick. This infradian rhythm, it uh-huh. can it can it can affect like I remember I learned from you, mm-hmm. it can affect a lot of our like systems in our body, right? Like yeah. our brain. It's our actually a biological system. rhythm. Like it is absolutely affects all of that. Yep. So exactly. people listening know that this can affect like help me your brain. Mm-hmm. Your immune system. I remember like stress. Your like response to stress, um, metabolism, microbiome, and your reproductive system. <laughs> yes, which obviously is something we're very interested in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, your infradian rhythm is one of two internal like timekeepers in your body, and um, but the infradian rhythm is only experienced 
with people that are female, right? And mm-hmm. so, so, yeah, cool. I know it is. It's like our extra superpower. We keep saying that these, you know, it's our extra superpower. We get an but extra it's true. gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something that we can be excited about for sure. Uh, but yeah, you're exactly right. It, it affects um, six different systems of our body, and you mentioned them: our brain, our metabolism, our immune system, um, our microbiome, and our gut. And then also our stress response system. And then like you were so excited, our reproductive system. So (laughs) yeah. Well, I love it. I mean, it's what makes us so, so, so cool as ladies, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So when we kind of of dive into all of this stuff and what we will do today um, is dive into it and talk about how women can really benefit about, you know, with when they eat, when they exercise and how they work um, and how to do these things in a way that supports your infradian rhythm as as opposed to following all those diets I was talking about and like different, you know, fitness recommendations and I don't know, and work trends and stuff like that that can actually disrupt this rhythm. Right. Okay. So tell me, how can I capture and enhance my infradium rhythm. <laughs> what is the what how can I benefit myself the very most? Okay, good question. Well, you you are already um you've already caught it. <laughs> you've got that infradian rhythm, so you're there. So, but let's talk about how it like how does it affect our body and like right. our brain even and you mm-hmm. know all of that stuff. So, um so like for instance like it's an internal timekeeper, like I was talking about, kind of like our circadian rhythm. And it really does control like our 24-hour biological, I keep using the word rhythm, but that's what it is, just our biological clock. And um, it like directs all of these like internal processes that go on in our body. Like for instance, like like when do we get our deepest sleep, which is usually Mm -hmm. like around 2 a.m., right? Um, Yeah. And then also like when are we most alert during the day, which is usually like right around that 10 a.m. Um, period. Mm-hmm. And then um, we're like when are we the most coordinated? Like <laughs> like when should we go play tennis, you know, right? Uh-huh. Usually uh-huh. you're going to do the best at like 2.30 p.m. And then you'll also have like – you should tell Ryan this because uh, if you don't know, Jess's husband is a professional basketball player. But he's going to have his fastest reaction time during the day at 3.30 p.m. Right? Oh, that is so funny. That's really so cool, interesting. Right? Yeah. Tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> so schedule, you know, you kind of work with I it, was right? just, I was laughing when you said that, like, you're going to get your best sleep at 2 a.m. We probably have some moms with, like, newborn babies that are like, that's my worst sleep. Because <laughs> well, it's out of your control, right? The yeah, baby's no, that's like, true. Yeah, hello, yeah, that's a- the best time for me to eat, mama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but that's if we, if we fall asleep, you know, at a good time, that's when our mm-hmm. body's had time to kind of get into its deepest sleep. So it's so important. We want to make sure that we're sleeping during that phase because it's mm-hmm. really, really rejuvenating and regenerative for us. But, but yeah. So this is all. These are all things that kind of are affected by our circadian rhythm, but also with our um, infradian rhythm, right? And so, it's just really important that we kind of understand that how this works and then how we can work with it. Where I also want to point out too, like. Men's okay. The going back, sorry, going back and forth. I hope I'm not making this confusing because it is something that's kind of new to teach about. But um, it's interesting to me. So a man, a man's testosterone production. So if we're talking mm-hmm. hormones, is mm-hmm. actually totally controlled by their circadian rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's all they have to worry about, right? <laughs> 
A man's have- <laughs> life is just so much easier. <laughs> it is. We've got like one internal like little clock that's happening. Yeah, but them. then it's like, I know. But like our body temperature, our metabolism, our, you know, our cycles, everything is like totally also affected by circadian rhythm, but also our infradian rhythm. So I just I don't know was- why, but you keep saying uh, you uh-huh. keep saying these rhythms and all I have in my mind is I picture a man and I picture a man is the type of watch that has like a minute hand and an hour hand. And a woman's watch is one of those watches where you see like all the inside parts turning and like the seconds, the minutes, the hours, the date, that you know those watches where Perfect. you stick the whole functioning inside. I know that that's exactly. really maybe very strange, but I am like imagining, and I, I don't mean to sound like men are like so no. basic. I'm not trying to sound rude. No. At all. I love my husband so much and my son and whatever. It really that's doesn't matter I mean. how we yeah. feel about men. This is just how yeah. we are bio- that's biologically just how we are. That, exactly. No, yeah. that's true. Because that's we, what I'm picturing is I'm like just this like yeah. simple watch. I love and that. And then we've got the female watch that's like a million gadgets and clicking and ticking and anyway yeah that's it's the, the image rolex. I have in my mind it's the rolex of watches yeah. that's what <laughs> as women that's what we are but yeah it's that infradian rhythm that is linked to our menstrual cycle um where obviously men don't have a menstrual cycle so they don't have this um rhythm going on with their lives they don't have that fancy watch um so yeah so the infradian rhythm like it it informs us about our unique female biochemistry. And so it, if, anyways, if we can understand it a little bit better, we can become like really like way more calm, way happier and way healthier each and every single month. And we'll also become more productive, which is kind of cool too. And it also, if we can kind of understand how to, I get excited about this, but we can also understand like how to work with it. It actually can help us improve our relationships with our like close family members, our friends, and even like the people that we work with. So it's pretty cool. And you know, obviously our, this podcast is all about like, how do we work with our bodies? How do we, you know, um, become in tune with our, our cycle and how can we live like balanced and live a symptom-free life, right? So this has right. a lot to do with it. So I'm like really, really, as you can tell, or maybe you can't, I don't know. Um, I'm super excited to talk about it. So, well, so I'm yeah. excited to learn more about it. <laughs> Good. Well, let's, uh, let's do this. So let's um, go. Let's go. Um, I've got my notebook and pencil and I'm ready. <laughs> I love that. See, I, I picture you with that. See, I don't know if the listeners know. Well, they do because we talk about it in the intro, but Jess is in Spain and yeah. I'm here in the States in Utah and it's so funny. So I'm always like picturing you just, what are you, what are you doing it's right my, now? Right now it's, it's nighttime. My, it's my nighttime. It's like 940, no, sorry, 920 something PM. Yeah. And Cody's relaxing in the afternoon sunshine, oh, yeah. and it's pitch black over here, so it's so <laughs> funny. I'm eight hours ahead of Cody. So, so. our circadian rhythms are different. And are different. Are different yeah. times, I should say. So, all right. I'm going to tell you guys a couple of interesting facts, just because I think they're cool. I'm like a an interesting facts nerd, but... All right, so these are some things about the infradian rhythm that I think are really cool to know. So the infradian rhythm actually creates twenty a 25% change in your brain chemistry over the course of a month. I'm going to let that wow. sink in. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So it literally changes our brain, and that's a lot. <laughs> that's a big yeah. change, 25% of our brain chemistry. So yeah, it's important. I, I brought that up first because I'm like, yeah, I want you to understand it's really cool to understand this. Um, 
Also, the infradian rhythm really has an impact on our metabolism. So it's important to understand that our metabolism speeds up and it slows down predictably across the month, um, just depending, you know, on what phase of the month we're in. And it changes the, um, like what we should be eating and it changes the intensity, you know, of what we should be doing as far as the intensity of our exercise, um, are each week and, um, yeah, it just, it's, it has a huge effect on this is an area that I'm incredibly intrigued by. Yeah. Right. Well, I know you're super into fitness and, and wellness too. And that's something that, you know, always brings us together, you know, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, kind of going back to like what I was talking about, how, you know, if we were to think that we need to like do the same thing every single day, you know, and, and we didn't understand that our body is like cycling, right? And that there's these different things that we should be doing and we should be listening to all of these intuitive little nudges that our body is giving us. It it kind of can actually keep us from being able to um, achieve our fitness goals. We well, might and don't you think that not being in tune with it, it also, I don't know, Cody, I could, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like maybe not being aware of these rhythms mm-hmm. and changes also can ensue some like guilt or like self pressure. Like, yeah, well, how come last week I was like able to get in the gym and just kill it. And this week right. my body's tired. And of course that can be a lot of factors, but also like having this knowledge of like, Oh, Oh, it's so I, this yeah. is natural and I can work with it. This is what I'm, what I'm supposed to be feeling. Mm-hmm. It kind of is like a, a relief. I hope you feel like that. And that's that's why I get kind of excited about it because this is going to be such empowering information because you're going to have like all of this extra knowledge now on like how your body is working and how you can actually biohack, like speaking of that word, like this is a biohacking technique by understanding this rhythm or this um, cycle and you will be able to work with your body to better be able to build muscle, to burn fat, you know, to, to do all of these things. And so, yeah, I'm glad that you said that. Cause I do feel like sometimes we can like be hard on ourselves and we're like, I followed this program to a T. Well, most programs have been built based on science. That's only been, um, studied on men. Like I talked about this, like last or I don't know, a couple episodes ago about how, um, the majority of our clinical studies done on health and wellness is done. It's like 90% of them are done on men. And I talked a little bit about why this is, and I'll go into it a little bit later today too. Yeah, but I, rem- um, I remember yeah. finding that so interesting too, yeah. the why. It was only in 2004, which to me does not seem that long ago. I, I know it's because I'm a little bit older, but 2004 is finally when it was made a law or a rule by the that the FDA did need to involve women in health and wellness studies. That was not even that long ago, <laughs> no. really. <We're> like, <laughs> I know, right? Oh. So that's so crazy to me. But For someone that didn't listen to our other episodes, listen, the reason why men are tested, like are used in these test groups more is because they're like more, there's less variables, right? Like they don't go through yeah. a cycle. They don't have these like hormone changes. They're just a more stable, um, what do you call them? A more test stable. subject. Yes. Test <laughs> yeah. sub- that's exactly yeah. the word I was looking for the, yep. the description. But anyway, just that's what I'm, ta- that's what we're referring to. Someone that's like, well, I don't know what they're even talking about. Yeah. 
I know. We're getting to the point now, I guess, where we've got a couple of these episodes under our belt. And so we'll kind of continue the conversation in future episodes and we'll try to, you know, not always be referring back to old episodes, but we encourage you guys, you know, right here at the beginning of this whole fun conversation that we're having here on It's Her Time to try to go back and catch up and follow along with us each and every single week because these episodes are going to be coming out every single Tuesday. And, um, and it's ba- these episodes are based on questions that we receive from our customers and our followers, but they're also meant to like kind of teach you from the like foundation all the way through. So you really get a good education on like what's going on with your body and like try to understand it on a deeper level so that you can work with it. So yeah, sorry. We just went off on a little tangent there, but- We were at metabolism. What's next? Okay. All right. So do you know what cortisol is? I'm sure you do. Stress. It's our stress hormone, right? Mm -hmm. And our stress hormone, what its job is to do is like when our body's feeling like it's under attack or it's under an enormous amount of stress or even just whatever it perceives as an an enormous amount of stress, it releases this hormone that's supposed to help like control this, this stress effect on our body, right? And so one of the things that you should know is that, um, there are times during your infradian cycle that your cortisol levels are higher and then when they're lower, okay? So like pushing yourself through like an intense workout, it can also, it's a stress, right? Working out is a stress, which is, it's a good stress. But if you are pushing yourself through this really hard workout during the time that you're, you know, of your infradian cycle or your um, your four phases, right? of your infradian cycle, then you are like actually producing way more cortisol than you should. And you're actually like adding stress and causing inflammation. You're disrupting your hormones. You can kind of feel like anxious and unfocused and you're like almost sabotaging your efforts, right? So Mm -hmm. that's something important to understand is that infradian rhythm actually can affect our cortisol production, our cortisol levels. Yep. So how does someone know how to like if like for example for me I'm like oh that's mm-hmm. something I want to know about how mm-hmm. do I start to time or track mm-hmm. um these rhythms like how yeah. do I, how do I put the pieces of my puzzle together okay so I'm going to totally just make it as easy as possible so this is where you want to take the notes right mm-hmm. um you because you have this base understanding about our four different phases of our cycle right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. try to remember what those phases are. And then I want you to like, if you're going to write something down, write phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. Okay. Mm -hmm. And like phase one is our good job. I can hear that paper. So you're really doing it. (laughs) Excuse me for a second while I open up my notebook. I'm sorry. That is like so bad. Podcasting. I'm sorry. That was no, no. But I am really taking notes, people. It's real, and I don't know. I I've learned that when I I love listening to podcasts like in the car and stuff like that. But I really like gain so much more when I when I'm listening to a podcast when I'm actually like taking notes as if I'm sitting yeah. in the classroom. Well, I want so, to actually <laughs> apply what we talk about. So okay, I love it. So I phase love it. one. I've got phase my one. notes. Phase one. Who's okay. with me, girls? Phase <laughs> one. <laughs> so it's our follicular phase, right? That's mm-hmm. the phase where we're yep. creating a fertile ground, and it lasts somewhere between seven to ten days, and it starts the day you stop bleeding. Okay. And then phase two is your ovulatory phase. And this is usually like in the middle of your cycle. It's 
can sometimes be like around four days long. Everybody's a little different. So I even say four to six days, but it's like the time right before you like release an egg. Okay. That's your ovulatory phase. Once that has happened, phase three is your luteal phase. And this phase is our longest phase of the month because it can last anywhere from 10 to 14 days. So it's between your ovulation and then when you, the day you start bleeding. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth phase is the one that we're so familiar with, the menstrual phase. And this can last just depending on as a woman, but normal, you know, is about three to seven days. Okay. Mm -hmm. So during each of these four phases, you experience different hormonal fluctuations, right? That influence your body. And we have talked about this in a previous episode, so I'm not going to dive into that, but things that it affects is like your body temperature, your skin elasticity, your sleep cycle, your energy, your emotions, Mm -hmm. like even how your brain functions, right? It's huge. It's huge. But this was your question, right? Is how do you know how to like work with your body? Like the cortisol, the stress hormone. When am I like, okay, this is a time of the month that I'm stressed and you know, how do I think, how do I time my rhythms with my cycle? Yeah. So right next to phase one and two, I want you to like put a little thing on the outside. (laughs) I don't know, however you want to put it on your paper. Got it. This is when your metabolism is slower and your cortisol is lower. Okay. Okay. So those first two phases. Now the second two phases, the phase three and phase four, that's mm-hmm. when our metabolism is faster and our cortisol is higher. So during your cycle, like during mm-hmm. menstruation, your metabolism is actually faster. Yeah. Yep. It is. So so yeah, pretty cool. Look right? at that, girls. That chocolate you're craving is actually <laughs> totally fine. No, I'm just- <laughs> it is. Well, it, I mean, yes. It totally is. It is fine. No, it is. I'm just, I'm just joking. (laughs) Don't you really, it really does count if you eat chocolate by the package. Like, (laughs) I know. Okay, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked and now I'm all hot. Okay. Metabolism is faster and what else? Your cortisol is higher. Okay. Okay. So that can tell you a couple things about what can happen during that phase, right? Jess, so based on that knowledge now that you've become the the student. The guru. The yes. <laughs> so what do you think, like, I don't know, if you were to Okay, to so guess. here, I'm just going to put, you know what, I'm the test dummy. If I get it wrong, I get it wrong. Yeah, I don't mind. Absolutely. I don't mind I, sounding, I, love I don't that. mind. Yep. Okay, so during phase one and two, mm-hmm. when my metabolism is slower and my cortisol is lower, mm-hmm. that's when I would think I could do things that were maybe a little bit more intense because with my cortisol lower, it's not going to add more stress or more inflammation like you were saying, maybe from a workout or maybe I need a little I, – I maybe I would have um, – Am I even on the right page? You are please? so on the right page. I'm you like guys, A plus pride. over here. Yes, I'm a proud <laughs> mama up here. So, but yeah. here's the thing: I'm confused about. If my metabolism is slower, mm-hmm. does that give me actually like more energy because my body's not burning through food as fast? No, it is okay. I mean, because if you okay, can, explain that it can to me. in ways. Okay, I'm you, you know what I'm saying. Like on, in my uh-huh. mind, I'm like, okay, so when my metabolism is yeah. really high, yes. I'm hungrier more often. So if my metabolism were lower, anyway, so go through yes. that. So actually, during those four, first two phases, you're going to feel like 
a surge of energy. You're going to have a lot okay. of energy, all right? And so your metabolism is slower. So like, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm just going to kind of say this. Let's just talk about exercise. Like, so during your follicular, your ovulatory phase, your metabolism slower, your cortisol levels are lower. And so you actually, you need fewer calories during these two phases. You don't need to actually eat as much. Even though you have more energy, it's just that you just don't need to eat as much, right? Your body's like doing more with what you're putting in. Mm-hmm. And um, and then during this time, kind of like exactly what you were saying, like you were just so right there on the ball. But um, we also like during this time, we want to kind of do like less long drawn out cardio sessions. And so really this is focus. like hit sessions. Yeah. And really keep them like 30 minutes. Like you don't really need to go more than 30 minutes um, because it actually like if you go longer, it's going to create a, a metabolic situation that will actually like create this inflammation and kind of work against you. But instead, if you kind of are like, I'm going to do the hits and I'm going to actually just eat just a little bit less during these two phases, it'll create um, a metabolism where you are using your glucose stores for energy and Mm -hmm. you're burning through those really fast. And then you're able to actually tap into your fat stores. So you're really like becoming this fat burning machine during that time. And this is the best time of the month where you're going to be able to build more lean muscle, um, without Give disrupting me all the muscle. Yeah. Without it. disrupting the blood sugar. And like, you're not actually going to be increasing cortisol, right? It's not going to mm-hmm. have that same effect on you as if it was in the second phases, but our second two phases. So, so yeah, so it's, it's like, we don't want to gain fat. We don't want to cause inflammation. So by knowing how to eat properly and how to exercise properly, you're actually going to get better results. You're going to have what you're hoping to happen. It will actually happen. So you so don't really... Oh, I, sorry. I actually am going to jump in right here because yeah. I am going to give Plody... Co- Plody. Plody. <laughs> I'm going to give cute Plody. Sorry. I'm going to give Cody a little plug here and... Oh. um. Just so you guys know, she has put me through a program where she had me working on these things. And this was fitness-oriented for me and also to get my hormones healthy and whatever. And you guys, what she's talking about works. When when you are following these phases and paying attention to your body and doing less, when your body needs less and or when you're... Um, doing lower intensity is anyway, mm. your yeah. body responds in a very happy, positive way. When I did these programs with Cody and I still try to follow them, um, not just, not just fit we're not just talking about fitness, but my mood was, my moods were more stable, Cody. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I had more mood stability because I was doing the correct eating methods for the right type of time of the month. And I was able to have, um, like I knew when I was, okay, this is a lower stress or I'm paying attention. Like, okay, I'm feeling more stressed right now. I should probably do a little bit more of this. Anyway, my point is I've tried all this and it works and it helps. And your body is grateful for it. When you're, when you're, when you have the knowledge and you can apply it, it really is super beneficial. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. Thanks for talking about that. And I, I've loved that you have been so easy to coach. Um, it's just something that what's going on with you is that this, you know, the way that I approach things is that I look at it more than just what are we eating and how are we exercising? It's more like when, when are we eating? When are we exercising? And what's 
causing, you know, more than just like how much muscle and how much fat's being burned is it like you're talking about your moods and stuff like that. All of that is based on your hormones. And so, um, when you approach like your health with a hormonal balance, like goal, Mm -hmm. everything kind of falls into place as it should. Your body- Right, it it actually then it almost becomes easy, right? It almost is like well, you're never fighting against your body. You're just working yes, with it. That's what I was going to say. Is like your body actually wants to work with you. Yeah, it's us that fights against our body. Like we think that like oh more is better, or my body doesn't. Des-. It's like a like we give, 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 or we take, 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 but we don't really give. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And is that, I don't know. We just yeah. expect so much from our bodies. And then we're like so upset when our body doesn't perform or something in the way that we wanted to. But like, actually our bodies are so ready and so capable of working with us. Mm-hmm. And it's us that has to like slow down and mm-hmm. work with our bodies, apply these phases, paying attention to our phases, kind of syncing with, you know, okay, which phase is I am or which phase am I in? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, working with our bodies. Yeah. We're those like really fine watches, right? Where we've got, yes, we've got some fine clockwork going on. Right. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it is. It's really cool. Um, Real quick, just to kind of go back, because I wanted to talk what, you know, it's just basically, we talked about what we should do during the first two phases, but let's just really not forget our second two phases. So those are your um, luteal and your menstrual phases. And Mm -hmm. that's obviously when we're talking about how our... um, our cortisol levels then are higher and our metabolism is higher, right? And so you actually need to, this is why you have those chocolate cravings, Jess, mm-hmm. is because you actually have a need for more calories. You need more energy during this time. This time. And so for women, I usually say it's it's right around that 250 calorie mark, I mean, give or take. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it's, it's important that you are getting in more energy or taking more energy in and that you are like eating really good, healthy, nutritious, nutrient-dense foods. Whole foods, foods nutrient-dense. So important. And the carbs, this is a huge one too. Like carbs are good all month long, but especially during this time, it's really important that you focus on the, the carbs that you are taking in. Make sure that they are complex carbs so that they that you can help keep your body, like keep its um, blood sugar, sugar levels stable, right? Because like I said, it's like you've got more cortisol in your system and cortisol tells your body to store fat. And Mm -hmm. if your blood sugar level is too high, that's also telling your body to like store fat, right? And so it's just, we need to make sure that we're being smart about the, what kinds of foods that we're eating at this time too. I know this can seem kind of confusing. (laughs) No. And since we keep kind of, I mean, we're not a fitness podcast, but, Mm -hmm. um, we do think it's really important to live a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. It's all part of it. Um, I do want to refer to like, so this would be the time of the month when maybe some lower intensity, longer walks are good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and also we get a lot of direct messages. Um, on Instagram with people saying, why is my anxiety so bad during my cycle? Is this Mm -hmm. normal? So with the stress hormone being higher, I mean, that makes sense. People are feeling more anxious. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like Cody said, eating proper foods and not fueling your anxieties and things with a bunch of processed junk Mm -hmm. um, can be so helpful. Exactly. Yep. So, you know, like you're saying, this is like the best time to you know, 
you're just going to eat a little bit more, but more nutrition based and think how mm-hmm. that's going to affect your, your actual periods. Right. Right. And then your movements, your body's kind of telling you that you'd want to take it easy. Right. But you can still work out like women can do anything any day. I'm not trying to say that you have to be limited, but this is just where maybe you would focus more on strength training, right? Something mm-hmm. that's a little low impact. like And like you were saying, yoga, Pilates, or just like going for a walk or a hike or something like that. But just not the high intensity you know, stuff that's going right. on. This just isn't the time for that. So, Cody, why, why do we not know more about – like, I mean, I know you, you know a lot about this. But why is this not like common knowledge? Yeah. This, I know. Uh, I'm – because it seems incredibly helpful. Like, why are we not kind of like taught this? <laughs> well, why that's why we're here on this common podcast. <laughs> right. It's not. It's not. And um, just honestly, it's kind of like if we go back to those, um, you know, just the fact that women historically, like medical research just really hasn't had, um, hasn't prioritized like women's health issues and the fact that a lot of women aren't even involved in a lot of the studies. And so the studies and the information that's being put out there are studies that are based on a man's biology and not a woman's. And so I feel like it's just it's just not studied. And so there's therefore there's not a lot of people that understand this, except for people that like really have a desire to dive in deeper, right? And mm-hmm. really try to understand this. So I I'm still learning a ton about this myself and and been, you know, over it's just really been like the last 5 years that I've been aware of this and really been trying to um re just structure all of the um fitness and nutrition programs that I create for my clients, <laughs> my women, you know, my clients mm-hmm. that are women especially. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, for years like I would um I would kind of go about things the same way, whether it was a man or a woman. You know what I mean? Like, because right. this is the way that you change the human body is you eat this much, or you do this much exercise, blah, blah, blah. But then I started realizing like- Calories like, in, <laughs> calories out type thing. Right? Huge, like outdated model for sure. And and like luckily we're all kind of learning that too. That's totally coming to light. There's tons of great information out there for us that apply to both men and women. But even just like my clients were kind of like my little test subjects in and of itself. Like I've trained thousands of people and I've I've watched like people get great results. And then some people I'm like, okay, why is it that they're not getting the exact same results as so-and-so? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just it just caused me to go in and, and dive in a little deeper There's gotta and be study more this to a this. little bit more. And that's kind of what I've come up with is just that these studies that I was studying, I was like, man, if I look a little deeper into these studies, I'm realizing they these are all done on men. They're not taking into consideration like how our hormonal cycles each month as women affect our ability to build muscle um, burn fat, be able to be creative, to sleep, to, you know, everything <laughs> that basically our body does is, you know, it, it affects all of our, our, all of our functions. And so anyways, it's, I know it's, this is why we're, we're going to have these kind of podcasts because I want this information out there because I do feel like it's going to be so empowering for all of us women out there that are trying to look and feel our best. Well, and I, I really hope that people are understanding that this can make you feel so much better as well. I mean, there's, there's things that we can do every day to improve, but I, I think that also just having knowledge and knowing like, okay, I don't need to be 
bothered by myself that today I'm feeling a little bit slower paced and we can uh, almost take like a deep breath. I don't know. I don't know. There's like relief in working with your system. Cause I think that in our society, it's like, we have to be go, go, go. And we're, we're, um, we're like a comp, we have to be constantly accomplishing things and be working so hard and conquering goals. And like, I feel like in society, that's just kind of, I don't know. That's the expectation, every, right? It's yeah, a pressure it's expect- that's us. exactly it. It's mm-hmm. the expectation. But I think if we're being honest, most of us do know that we don't feel that way every day. But for some reason, we feel a little bit like, um, I don't know, pressured mm-hmm. to feel that way. And so I think that this knowledge can be like provide some relief to women as well. And I think if we can talk about it um, and have this knowledge, like you, you've been explaining, like, okay, well, you know what, this might not be the fate. Like I, I you know what, I do deserve a little break. I am mm-hmm. going to come like take some pressure off the gas pedal right now. I just need a couple days of, you know, yeah. lower intensity, a nice walk, a, some yoga. I need some yummy whole foods. I need some self-care and I'll feel better type thing. This is just the phase, you know, and kind of working with it and like riding the, I don't know, I don't want to call it a roller coaster because that seems like up and down and vol- volatile, but like but just fun, kind of right? Roller coasters are fun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just kind of like cruising yeah. along and like enjoying mm-hmm. the phases. You know what yeah. I mean? We want women throwing their arms up on the roller coaster ride, like enjoying it and not just be holding on for dear life. So I love actually that analogy. Yeah, but yeah I think you're right. Good, and- <laughs> good point, Cody. Let's so, get on the roller coaster. Let's get on the roller coaster and love it and have the yeah. best time um, ever. But yeah, absolutely. I, you know, if anything, I hope that this podcast helped. Yeah, take some of that pressure off. And not that we need permission to take a day off of exercise, but you can actually just kind of feel good knowing that like you're not taking steps backward with your health and your fitness and all of that. If you do take a day where you're not pushing it as hard, you're actually like helping your body be able to function optimally. So you can feel good about it, right? And so, yeah, yeah, knowledge is power. And so hopefully this gives us girls a little more power. I love it. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies, for being here for another episode of Infradian, well, learning about the Infradian rhythm. Um, we did want to mention that we are so excited to start offering a chance for you guys to leave voice messages for us. Um, well, you'll have the opportunity to leave a 90 second or less voice message, and Cody and me will be selecting messages to help answer or com- we'll have conversations about. Maybe you are struggling with something hormonally or some um, female questions or just, I don't know, even a funny story. We would love some humor too. So anyway, we'll give you guys more updates on that. Um, you can always follow us on Instagram, mix, uh, is it mix dot hers, right? Mix Not dot hers. Yep. That's what I thought. Okay. Mix dot hers. <laughs> And yeah, thank you for being here for another episode of It's Her Time. Yay, that was fun. And I'm supposed to add too, just so you know, apparently we're new to this. It's really, really helpful if you guys can actually like rate us and leave a comment, especially (gasps) on iTunes. What this is going to do is help us to be like 
more searchable and more available for more women to get this good news, right? We yes. Must, let's give it to our girls and like get the word out about this podcast. Guys, we, we are new to this. It. Yeah. Yeah. We are new to this, like Cody <laughs> said, but we want to kill it. We want to spread the information. We want women to listen to us. So help us, please, yeah. because we really can't do it on our own. So I'm glad you brought that up, Cody. Yep. We need all of you to help us spread this good news. So yes. So thank you so much. We love that you guys are tuning in and participating in this conversation with us each and every week. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Mixers, creator of Her Time. Her Time is your monthly lifesaver, period. It's an all-natural supplement that you drink with key ingredients known to help you combat your monthly cycle symptoms at the root each and every month. Try it for yourself. You can find us at mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S.com, and on social media at mix.hers. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We are here to talk about what you want to know, so be sure to direct message us with your questions and comments on our Instagram account at mix.hers. We may even ask you to be a special guest. Thanks again. We look forward to hearing from you and continuing the conversation. Mm -hmm.